All right, welcome to week six of the EE Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, I'm Hassan, and I'm here with Kia. Welcome, guys. Uh, we're coming live from uh, my aunt's exercise room in Atlanta, Georgia. It's uh, it's great to be here with Kia, though. ATL, baby. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think what we, we, we wanted to do is we're first going to do a quick recap of last week's games uh, and talk a little bit about... Uh, we're going to get Kia's expert insights on where he thinks the oh, league is going <laughs> to end up this year. Uh, so let's, let's take a look at last week's games. Um, let's start with uh, Pining for Monacy, uh picking up his fifth win against uh, Thuppen, and I'm going to win next week. And now officially in first, right? Because... Akshay yeah. lost this week. Yeah, he so, is. He is officially. Somel in first is now place. the sole person in first place. Uh, Somel, who has six hundred and fifty-one point seven five seven four points for and four hundred and ninety-three points against. To put that four ninety-three number into perspective, it's about a hundred and sixty points less than the second fewest points against. I don't know how he keeps doing it, but. It's working for him. Yeah, this week, the curse of Monacy struck Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> a big blow for uh, Thuppen's season here on out. Anything else that stuck out in this matchup? Um, I don't know. Getting 31 points from Melvin Gordon obviously stands out. Usually we rail on Somil for using his Charger strategy, but it's working for him this year. And uh, he got he got a big boost from another LA team, the Los Angeles Rams defense, with a kick and punt return touchdown, and a defensive touchdown and five sacks, put up twenty five points. So anytime you can get that many points from your team defense, you're in good shape. Yeah, this this is just like a, a team of like beggars and like random players doing well. Like Melvin Gordon's not going to get you thirty a week. But Terrell Pryor Sr. is probably going to get you three points every other week. Yeah, this matchup, uh, it's not much else to talk about besides the Aaron Rodgers injury. It's a huge blow to Tap's team, and I don't know what he's going to do from here on out. But I did see he picked up Marcus Mariota, so maybe he'll be able to recoup some of that lost points from Rodgers. Uh, and on to the next matchup from last week. Uh this was Arv pulling out a very close win against Rahul, uh, 125.6 to 123.2. Yeah, it looks like uh, Rahul's team was very top-heavy this week, getting the majority of his points from Kirk Cousins, Antonio Brown, and Larry Fitzgerald. Besides that, not much else at all. What's sad for Rahul is he had two players put up donuts, and he lost by... 2.4 points. See, this is just classic Rahul right here because it was known before the game that Rob Kelly was not going to play. And Rahul just does not check his fantasy team the morning of. And with that 13.5 points from Jack Doyle sitting on the sidelines. Ouch. That is painful to see. That's painful to see. Sorry about that, Rahul. Meanwhile, uh, Arb's team, who's now... All alone in third place, got solid contributions from Rob Gronkowski, Jarvis Landry, and Michael Crabtree. 
And a surprise 20 points from the Baltimore defense that also had two touchdowns, two fumble recoveries, and four sacks. Yeah, this was a big week for defensive touchdowns. There was even a lot left on the waiver wire. Yeah, not, not sustainable, though. Not sustainable. Uh, next matchup we'll discuss is uh, Roland Rav defeating Akshay. Dropping Akshay out of first place, 118 to 115. This has to be Akshay's worst week of the season. I mean, he's been putting up consistently 140, 150 points every week. I think Akshay owns the top three scores of the season. That's that's probably true. We haven't really been talking about the high score of the week because, I mean, we still have that payout, don't we? We do. But I'm pretty sure that Akshay has three of the six weeks. I think he does. Yeah, I, he definitely has week one, and he had two other 150-plus point weeks that I think he also won. Um, but this was the first week that Kareem Hunt and Todd Gurley both looked like just I mean, good running backs. Not, I mean, they still both had over 100 scrimmage yards. They just couldn't get in the end zone this week. Yeah, yeah. but uh, give give Ravi credit. He did this without Zeke, without his top two running backs, and he dethroned our number one uh, player. So again, 24 points from a defense with three interceptions and a touchdown. So uh, defense has really led to a lot of wins this week. Uh, next matchup, we'll talk about Pav versus Al, uh, 120 to 115 in two just terribly named teams that sort of mimic the character of their owners. Another very close matchup, as was the theme this week. And, uh, you know, obviously everyone is well aware of the controversy surrounding uh, Al's decision not to play a defense, but he was also hurt by the fact that he started Andre Ellington, who put up zero points, and left Doug Martin and Lamar Miller both on his bench, both of whom would have given him enough points for the victory. Which is a really strange decision, even, you know, if we didn't know anything about Ellington's situation. Right, so there's there's a lot more to unpack here, and we'll have on a guest to unpack a little more of Al's ownership situation. But uh, on the other side, it looks like Pav had a pretty good week, contributions from a bunch of players. All right, give him credit for taking advantage, and uh, got a pretty good game from Carlos Hyde. There was some talk during the week that Hyde might be losing his starting job to Breda, yeah. but uh, he showed up, So yeah. and now there's even talk of him getting a contract extension with San Francisco, so he's here to stay. Which is distressing because I would really hope that we would get rid of any of our decent players <laughs> and go full-on tank mode rebuild. But does that work in the NFL? Like does doesn't the NBA hasn't worked for uh, hasn't worked for uh, the Cleveland Browns in the last decade? That's for sure. Um, our next next matchup uh, was Unkith's horrid team getting its first win of the season, one nineteen to my ninety three. I think it was that, that team name change, Hassan. Have I, I not just, won a game since that team name change? I don't think so. I think I, that was the curse. I, I think I'll have to go back and look at that. I'll have to go back and look at that. I may not have won a game since then. That's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Jameis Winston, CJ Anderson, and Marlon Mack all let me down, combining for less than 10 points between the three of them. Delaney Walker wasn't any good either. Well, Winston you can uh, chalk up to injury, but the other two guys, it's hard to say. Yeah, CJ started off the season pretty well, but I don't know. It's kind of turning into a three-headed monster in Denver. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about that, especially because I accidentally bid like $20 on CJ Anderson, 
And I still have buyer's remorse from that. I wish I hadn't bid that much and had instead spent it on a better second running back. Meanwhile, Unkid's team put together a, a solid week. Chris Thompson and uh, Christian McCaffrey both yeah. had good weeks. Yeah. Unkid's strategy seems to be, you know, get all the running backs that catch passes. Yeah, and he left Jay Ajayi on the bench, so he could have had an even better week if he had played Jay Ajayi. But um, maybe this is the start of a turnaround for Unkid's team. Probably not, but maybe. Um, and the last matchup of the week was the closest matchup we've had in, by point differential in the season so far by just 0.22 points. Kia pulled out the victory against Prashanth. Kia, what happened here? I have no idea. This was by far my best week of the season. Um, maybe it's because I was playing Prash. I just, you know, I had to pull out all the stops. What, what stops What stops did you pull out? Uh, picking up, uh, I don't even know how to say his name, Samaje Pirine? Perine? I think it's Pirine. Is it Pirine? I think it's Pirine. That seems, sounds weird. I don't it's, think that's right. Uh, listen, uh, I, his name's Samaje. So I'm 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 not sure what to make of his last name either. I'm, yeah, I'm just, I picked him up and he showed up with a touchdown, and then uh, you know got another touchdown from Will Fuller, who has eight catches on the year and five touchdowns. So he keeps stepping up, and then they obviously Le'Veon Bell doing his thing. But yeah. uh, on the other side of the coin, Adrian Peterson, what a pickup that was for Prash. This is this this. Prash's team is impressive because he had three players over 20 points. And he really had a lot of good contributions up and down. And that's that's with leaving Eric Decker on his bench, which could have swung the the game his way. Although you left Derrick Henry on your bench, which would have swung, which would have improved your outlook as well. Right. Um, but I think this might be the start of something for you, Kia. You're now tied for fifth place in terms of wins. And although you're at the bottom of that three and three pile uh, in terms of points, the other owners in front of you don't know how to run a fantasy football team. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It started off uh, pretty bleak for me this season, but after two wins, kind of in the middle of it now. Yeah, it seems like there's only really two teams. Well, what do you think? What is you know halfway through the season now? Uh, it seems like we have some clear front runners. And a couple of clear sort of uh, laggards. So what, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, despite the loss this week, I think Akshay is still up there as one of the top teams. He has the two best running backs in the league. He has one of the top um, wide receivers in the league in A.J. Green. And then obviously he has one of the best uh, tight ends. Surprised this year in Zach Ertz. He's finally realizing his potential. So Akshay has got to be up there at the top, I think, right now. And then, actually, surprise at number two, I think Prash has the second-best team in the league. His team is looking pretty good. It has good depth from top to bottom. There isn't really a weakness in his starting lineup. The Peterson pickup, pick obviously, was huge, if he can play like, he's, he, like he did in his first game for Arizona. And then Ingram for the Giants was a huge pickup, because with them losing all their wide receivers... All of a sudden, he's their number one option. Anyone else that you think is... Uh, is and then third, I don't know. It's tough to say. Um, 
it's to me it's kind of a two or three way tie between Arv's team, uh, Ravi, and actually Hassan's team is still pretty good despite uh, the loss. But uh, I think I'd have to put Ravi just a little bit ahead of the other two right now because assuming David Johnson can come back, I mean he still has two really good running backs, or actually three if you count Freeman. And Alex Smith is having an MVP type season right now, so that's that's still a pretty solid team that he has. So I, conspicuously missing from your top three is our current leader pining for Monacy. Any thoughts there? Uh, n- nothing besides what we already know. Soma will crash and burn eventually. It's inevitable. <laughs> Are you betting on Soma making the playoffs or missing the playoffs? I think at this point he has too many wins not to make playoffs. You think he'll make the playoffs and crash in the first round? Yes. Okay. Uh, what about what about who's who's leading the race for Sacco? And who do you think of the Sacco contenders is most likely to end up? Uh, end up at an open mic. That's a tough one. I think if I had to put money on it, it'd have to be Rahul. Why is that? Because he's the one who spends probably the least time on fantasy, but it doesn't affect him because he usually has a good draft and is in the top of the standings. But having a bad team this year, on top of the fact that he doesn't try, I just don't see how he's going to be able to manage his team the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, some of the mistakes that he made this week sort of point out exactly what you're talking about. Uh, he shouldn't have found himself in this position if he'd done any work this last week. Right. I actually don't think he has the worst team in terms of talent. It's just the management aspect of it. Wow, that's a that's a pretty scathing <laughs> indictment of Rahul's fantasy football management. Um, all right, well, with that rundown of the league, uh, let's get on to the second portion of today's episode, uh, which is, you know, Kia, I'm glad to have you here in person because you've been noticeably absent from the EE Fantasy Football WhatsApp thread, and it's had people talking. Uh, what's going on with Kia? What's going on with Kia? So, uh, what is going on with Kia? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mentioned this on the thread, but basically just this semester is just crushing me in terms of uh, all the work I have to do for my PhD and... On top of that, I'm also TAing this semester, which I haven't had to do before because uh, our group had some funding issues. And so to keep some of our engineers on, um, we've had to switch all of our students from GRAs to GTAs. So just like all the added work. And then it's just been kind of tough to focus on fantasy like I usually do. And it's just, I don't want all the, you know, stress from my work to you know, bring down my enjoyment of fantasy. So I've just kind of been avoiding the WhatsApp threads because I don't want like my sour mood to bring everyone else down. And so I think the best thing for me was just to, you know, stay off the thread, you know, do what I need to do. And then, you know, if, you know, my mood improves, my, you know, I make some breakthroughs in research or whatnot, you know, then I'll get back into it. But okay, basically my mindset was, you know, let me not, you know, bring, you know, the stresses of the other parts of my life into fantasy. So I've just kind of been avoiding the threats for that reason. That's fair, but uh, do you think so? So are we just supposed to expect that you'll sort of lurk in the background, silently making all the right waiver moves and moving up from <laughs> from the bottom of the fantasy pile up near the top, contending in the playoffs, probably taking home the trophy again, that, all without contributing to the WhatsApp thread? 
I'll get back into the thread at some point, but right now I just wasn't feeling it. You know, I've missed thousands of messages. There's no way I'm going to go back and read any of all those messages. Uh, have you been keeping track? Speaking of missing out on messages, have you been keeping track of any of the uh, ongoing controversies? What controversies? What are you talking about? Um, were you? Did you? Did you see what happened last week with with Al and his lack of a defense? I think you're going to need to catch me up. All right. We will bring someone in to catch you up in just a second. All right, everybody. Uh, we're back, and uh, Hassan and Kia are now joined by a special guest caller. Uh, Commissioner Ankit Desai is on the line. Ankit, how are you doing? Doing well, doing well. How are you guys? We're doing all right. We're good. Good to talk to you. Uh, yeah, great to talk to you, Kia. Uh, first off, happy birthday. Appreciate it. Thank you. Enjoying, enjoying it out there with Hassan visiting you? Yeah, I mean, uh, we've hung out a couple times, got some dinner tonight. It was cool. I nice, tell you, nice. Ask how long are you in town? Uh, I'm in town until next Tuesday. And okay. uh, that little Dicky concert, man, that really, <laughs> I got a real, yeah, I got a real taste like you of it. guys were having a great time from uh, 150 feet away from the club. <laughs> I think it was like 100 uh, yards away. Hey, he put on a pretty good show. I'm not a, not a big fan of his music, but he put on a good show. Hey, that's all we can ask for me, Kia. I'm glad. I'm happy. <laughs> so, but, uh, go ahead. Yeah, what's fun? I guess I, I just want to ask uh, Kia, like, how things are going with you. Uh, it's been, uh, we haven't heard from you as much this fantasy season, so I just wanted to make sure things are okay. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I actually touched on that earlier in the podcast. But, right. uh, yeah, I'm good. Just, uh trying to grind my way through the season right now yeah yeah just make your way slowly up the standings exactly yeah I'm, i hope you guys talked about uh somo being number one yeah we spent a lot of time on pining <laughs> too, much time. too much time yeah. too much time too much time <laughs> I, I look forward to hearing about that <laughs> i i'm really hoping that uh i hand somo his second loss this week and begin his precipitous decline um but so ankit the reason we wanted to have you on was uh, t- this was a tumultuous week in EE fantasy football, and uh, it'd, it'd be nice to to get a rundown of the events and the controversy from the commissioner. Uh, so, if you if you wouldn't mind, could you just give us a recap of what happened this week? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, basically, Sunday morning, uh, uh, we saw that Al had a few of his uh, slots on his lineup empty. And so Prashanth reached out to a bunch of us through, I think, the general WhatsApp thread just to say, hey, we should fuck with Alvaro a little bit to pick up uh, pick up people so that he can't fill his slots. He had his kicker, his IDP, and the defense uh, empty. And so we started with the kickers. We picked up a few, but it seemed like Al, uh, either he, he like was onto what we were doing or it was just before some of the games were about to start, but he picked up a kicker and an IDP. But he specifically left off a defense. And so uh, I think this was like after the afternoon game or right before the afternoon games started, we decided to pick up uh, Oakland, which Pav ended up starting. Prash picked up a defense and I picked up the defense from Monday night. Prash picked up the Sunday night defense. I picked up the Monday night defense that was available. And so Al had nothing left. And it seemed like Al wasn't too worried about it uh, 
going in based on some of the text message conversations. But um, what ended up being the controversy was more that people, the three of us, coordinated to make sure that Al couldn't pick up a defense uh, for the week. And so uh, that was where the biggest controversy lied, was that the fact that we coordinated. And so I think um, Al, based on my latest conversations, it doesn't look like he wants to leave the league, That, like you were suggesting yesterday. But I think we are definitely going to have to vote on whether or not something like this can be allowed in the future. And I think the league will need to vote to see. Um, Did him not it. playing a defense affect the outcome of the matchup? Absolutely. So he ended up winning by less than five points. And the Indianapolis defense that I picked up for Monday night scored five points. Uh, okay. So, so that obviously led to literally him he making won. a bigger fuss, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so that, that ended up becoming a bigger controversy due to that fact. Right. Do we intend to have the league vote during the season or after the season is over? No, I think we can I think this is something we can vote on during the season. I think it's big enough of a controversy and small enough of a change to make that uh, we can vote on it this upcoming week. Okay. Um, do you think uh, the we, I mean, we've had a rash of controversies in the league this year. Do you think uh, that calls for more off-season changes in, in how the league is administered? Or what are, you, what are you planning to do going into the rest of the season and preparing for next season as commissioner uh, to sort of help prevent continued flare-ups? I mean, honestly, like, I don't, I don't know what's going to prevent uh, conti- these continued flare-ups. I think that we can, like, we can put together a constitution, put together rules, but we're not going to come together with, every, like, every little thing that may or may not happen what, have going you, forward. Have, have you, you considered, know? have you considered maybe, uh, have you, have you, have you considered the possibility of excluding certain members from the league if they continue to cause strife, and, and namely Prashant Shukla, <laughs> I feel like you guys are asking very leading questions. No, I think I think basically we just need to take this more. We 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 need to take this as it is, right? It's a fucking fantasy football league. Like we're not we're not trying to do anything serious here. Like we're trying to have fun. We're just friends trying to enjoy a football season. By competing with one another, and at the end of the day, that's all it is. So, and so, yeah, go ahead. As as commissioner, would you entertain a petition to have certain players removed from the league? Listen, if you want to put forth a petition, you can go ahead, and we can all vote on it. That's that. It's a democratic league, so you can go ahead and do what you got to do. You know what? I I appreciate your candor and leadership here. Listen, all, all I'm well, saying, well done, Commission. We just got to take it with, like, this is it's it's just a, it's just fantasy football. Like, it's fantasy, right? It's fake. It's not anything serious. It's not going to affect lives going forward. Like, just just take it as something that we're doing for fun, and just go go about it with that mindset. That's what I think. I think that's well said. I agree. That's a good. That's a good recap. That's a good recap. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we, we call it a night? 
Um, I don't know. I think we've uh, covered most important things this week. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys had to say. And Kia, it's good to good to hear from you, man. Yeah, same. And uh, yeah. keep keep your eyes open on the remove Prashant Shukla petition to see if uh, if we hopefully we can bring it to a vote sooner rather than later. <laughs> to see if it gains any traction. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you, we we've got a couple of yes votes. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, guys. Appreciate you having me on. All right, yeah, man. Thanks for going in. You have All a right. good night. All right. Good night. Bye. All right. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode. Signing off from here in Atlanta is uh, Hassan and Kia. Kia, anything? any parting words? Uh, just watch out for me moving up those standings. Consider that a warning, everybody. Um, and uh, as a reminder... Uh, I'm offering five to one odds on Kia making the playoffs and Somil missing the playoffs. If you're interested, please contact me via WhatsApp. Take care.